Hey everyone, welcome to the MRP Tech Podcast. This is episode 166. My name is Matt and this is the weekly podcast discussing everyday tech for everyday people. Over the last few weeks, I have been talking about a an enormous project, an enormous undertaking that I've been working on. And that seems to be sort of the theme of this show. Whenever I have a, a project that ends up being a large consumption of time, I end up sharing it on this show because I feel like that whenever I dive deep in a project like this, I end up learning a lot along the way. And many times when I do this, it's something that I feel like I could share with an audience because I feel like there's many people out there that might be in a similar situation as me or someone that could take the advice and run with it maybe farther than than say I did. So this whole project that I've been working on, learning about iPad Pro, learning about supervised mode, learning about the volume purchase program through Apple, and talking about it on this show could be something that is beneficial to school teachers, musicians, uh, professional business owners, family households, and wanting to manage household devices things like that. So if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, and and I suggest that you do, to kind of go back and and hear what the project is that I've been doing through uh, this this whole grant project that I have been working on since the summer. Because you never know, uh, if you're an Apple user, it may come up in the future where you have a a certain amount of devices that you want to manage. So this week's episode, I kind of want to wrap things up a little bit with this whole project I'm working on, because basically phase one has been completed of this project. So the first phase of this project was getting five iPad Pros, the 12.9 inch models, and basically learning how it all works, learning the supervised mode, learning how to use Apple Configurator and Apple Profile Manager, just basically learning the ins and outs, buying OtterBox Defender cases for these iPad Pros, getting the screen protectors on, making sure everything's labeled. But with that, there's um, a couple of things that I also purchased with them to use as uh, a business and um, using as a music business. And one of those things that I also purchased with them is something called the AirTurn Duo 200. And what this is, it is a wireless foot switch that is designed for basically turning pages, let's say, on an iPad if, you, if you're reading uh, music with multiple pages. It has a left and right pedal that you can uh, push down whether you're standing or you're in a seated position as a musician. And in the middle of those two pedals, there's actually a hands-free, or excuse me, there's actually a another wireless controller that you can use without the pedals to to also turn the pages. So there's kind of like a three-in-one uh, foot pedal here, a left pedal, a center console, and a right pedal that are all put together. And it's great for musicians who want to uh, use iPads as digital music readers, turning pages, going back and forth. But as I started to use this, I started to see different applications that this would be um, great for. So to start off, you have to pair it with your device and it is compatible with 
Um, anything that's that's basically Bluetooth compatible, whether you're running Windows, Mac, whether you're using um, iOS, Android, that type of thing. I haven't tried it on Linux. Now that I think about it, I might actually go try it. But I, I'm, I'm guessing that just because it's Bluetooth that it should work pretty well. But it can also uh, control things like audio cues. It can control lighting effects. Uh, so there's a lot more to this little foot switch than really is, is, is advertised. When I did the research over the summer, you know, applying for this grant funding, a lot of professional musicians are using these air turn pedals, and they say that it's basically the best page turning pedal. You can, these, these sell for about $100, by the way, I think it's $99. I happen to get them for 20% off, uh, found a good deal. There are cheaper pedals on the market. I have compared them a little bit. Some people swear by them. Uh, some people not so much. It has to do with um, their construction, what they're made out of, the battery life, that type of thing. So the, from my research, the Duo 200 has a longer battery life, uh, greater range as far as uh, what you can, the distance between your devices that you can use. And uh, really fast pairing with devices. Now, when I tried to pair this with the iPad Pro, it was within a second it paired, and there was no issues whatsoever with it. So I was expecting that I was going to have to configure the apps that we use to. We're using Fourscore um, as a music reading app, and uh, there was no configuration needed. I believe in the, in the settings for these apps, you can... Uh, sort of hone in on what exactly you want the pedals to do. So that is great in itself. But the other applications that I didn't think of was um, things like presentations, like PowerPoint, Keynote, teleprompters, whatever you'd like to think about. There's is definitely a great application for these in that situation as well. So if you have a a business where you're um, switching slides quite often and maybe use your hands a lot, uh, this, these little foot switches would, would probably be worth considering, that's for sure. And like I said, the center console, if you want to call it, for these foot switches is a removable remote control for things like presentations and that type of, of thing. So it should work with things like PowerPoint, Prezi, Keynote, Google Slides, all those different things as a way to um, sort of have a hand, handheld uh, transmitter that can be removed for convenient, um, like a handheld presentation mode, that type of thing. So that is one of the, the things that I really wanted when, when putting this whole project together is things just needed to work. And it needed to work flawlessly because of the sort of production focus of my business. And if we're going to do this, we're going to move from like an analog to a digital. We're moving from paper to uh, digital music readers. What we want is it to be easier not to be fumbling around with devices on a stage. So there will be some training involved with the musicians that I contract out with. But um, so far, it seems like everything is, is working better than I expected it to. And what I also like is I like having the ability to add other media 
to my events. So let's say um, one day, to give an example, we have a, a projection screen behind the stage. And let's say I want to do a multimedia event where we're playing music and having a slideshow or something performed in the background. Well, this purchase comes around and gives me uh, multiple uses. If I'm not using these these Bluetooth pedals for that particular show to turn pages, or if I have an extra one, then I can use I can sync that with another computer and I can use it to uh, move the slides. So just having a versatile way of uh, multiple uses of, of, of these devices really makes it something that's far more appealing to me. So things like them needing to be silent, like the foot switches, we don't want clicking sounds when you're pushing them, we just want it to be silent. Um, you know, it needs to work on with multiple apps, needs to have long battery lives, needs to be able to work at a distance. Those things are really important when you're putting it in a production environment. So I would recommend if you're out there, if you're a musician or if you're a business person looking for a solution for um, like a Bluetooth uh, controller of some kind, take a look at AirTurn. They've got other projects out there, uh, other other products out there, I should say, that might fit your needs. This is the AirTurn Duo. 200, the one that I'm looking at, uh, $99 off of their website, does lots of different things. Now, I've been an iOS user for years and years and years at this point, and I've always been interested in the iPad 12.9 inch, the iPad Pro 12.9 inch, and I never purchased one for myself because, number one, of, of sort of the cost of them. Number two, if I'm just using it at home, I think it would be too big of a screen to just kind of hold on, hold with my hands. And so now I kind of want to get into a review of the iPad Pro 12.9 inch. Uh, this is the 2018 model at this point in time. So we purchased five with the grant funding and knowing well that when the rest of the grant funding comes through, hopefully in March or April, there will probably be a new iPad Pro coming out. So this is part of a rollout plan that I have where we're testing from now until March with these iPad Pros, the, the five iPad Pros. And eventually, if the rest of the funding comes through in March and April, then we'll have about 20 more iPads that we purchase for this organization. And the idea is the musicians will have will take those devices and they will use them at home for other performances. They will be responsible for the devices, bringing the devices to the shows. It will be their music folder, so to speak. And these five original iPads that I purchased will be sort of backup for sub players or for the small group that we have. And so there will still be a, a specific detailed use of these devices once the newer models have rolled out and everybody has them. It's all in supervised mode, that type of thing. Uh, so it's sort of, there is a sort of plan for all of this. Now, when you do research for a project like this, there is often things that you never thought about that uh, come up that you didn't know about, things that uh, were unexpected, that type of thing. So when I first found out this first uh, grant funding was coming through, 
there was there I, I kind of put out the idea of the project and as the project came to be there was other things that sort of came up for instance the USB-C adapter on iPad um, we were going to purchase some some cases for these iPads to carry around charging station slash uh, carry case very rugged it could be locked up and uh, very easy to charge all the iPads at once um, and thinking about the charging station it was originally thinking uh, lightning to USB which was a much cheaper option um, with this carry case and once it came time for purchasing it and and we now realize that the um, new iPads were USB-C the charging cases were probably like $700 more expensive. So the plans have to change a little bit as, as we're doing this. So as far as the iPad Pros go, getting them to, for instance, when you purchase them, uh, it does come with the USB-C cable for charging. It's USB-C to USB-C that plugs into a little uh, AC adapter to the wall. And the problem is, is... Um, with the hardware that I'm using, the Mac uh, MacBook, there's no USB-C on my MacBook. So I'd have to go purchase an adapter. So that's another $20 that um, wasn't planned for with this grant funding. So uh, you needed to buy a USB to, USB to USB-C adapter and everything worked fine. So there's these little hiccups that come along with um, trying to incorporate new technology with some older technology in this process. So I also looked into things like Apple Pencil and, and having an Apple Pencil would be fantastic for everybody. Apple Pencils are just so expensive. There's, there's no, in my mind, no, no way in my mind am I going to purchase that many Apple Pencils for the cost that Apple Pencils are. Um, I just don't feel like it's, it's worth it. With iOS 13 on, the, on these new iPads, um, they had iOS 12 on them when I purchased them. Upgrading them to iOS 13 was a huge leap. Um, these are really professional level devices. I mean, they are they are very powerful. And if you want to talk about fast, that the A12x uh, chip runs faster than a lot of uh, PCs that I know of. Um, you can have up to a terabyte of storage on it, um, which for, for an iPad, that's pretty incredible. The thing that I keep falling back on is that whole USB concept because for, for me, it's not really that big of a difference. But I know a few people that have purchased iPads recently. They have USB-C on them. Their phones have lightning connections. So now you have all these adapters. You have all these charging cables, and it's just a, a whole mess when it comes to all all of, all of this stuff. And yeah, things change, and I think USB. I think the the change to USB C was was actually a good thing. You get far uh, far faster charging, and you can do a whole lot more with with these devices. So I think there's a balance when it comes to that type of thing. I think that there are changes now coming to iOS, such as mouse support, which has been on Android for years and years and years, and some Android devices for years, um, such as being able to plug in hard drives now, trying to make iPads more like a, a MacBook or you know another Apple laptop, so to speak. For me, the, the screen size 
in this project was the, the, the biggest thing. And the battery life is also the biggest thing. Now, I got these iPads almost, let's say, okay, I've had them configured, let's say, for, for over a week now. And I still haven't charged the battery. And I've used, I've used these devices on and off for quite a bit, uh, configuring everything. So I haven't used them hours at a time. But uh, when I did use them, I always turned them off. And the battery life is just incredible with these, with these iPads. Um, I've always enjoyed the battery life of iPad where I can't say that as much with my phones. So when I first took them out of the box, it was, they're very light, a very, very sleek looking, you know, it, they are designed well, put them in an OtterBox case though, uh, to protect them. And the, the weight and bulk is just there. That isn't something that bothers me for what my application and my use is for them. I want them to be protected. I want them to be in a super rugged case. Uh, we're going to be moving them on and off stages, off of music stands. And if they fall, they need to be protected. So uh, OtterBox is always my go-to. The OtterBox Defender cases uh, are just super rugged cases. I've never had an issue with a device that, knock on wood, um, that, that was in an OtterBox case. So these devices are super, super powerful. And I am absolutely thrilled that every obstacle that I have come uh, across in these projects has been overcome at this point. Or there has been alternatives to, to things that I, I didn't expect. So I could go into details. I mean, the iPad Pro 12.9 uh, inch has been out for over a year now. So this isn't really a review on the device. This is more of a, an application use that is a little different than say most people. I couldn't be happier with, with the turnout with all of this. So if you are a person who is interested in uh, using, rolling out these devices in your business, or if you're a person who uh, is involved with music heavily, contact me, send me an email, mrptechreviews.com at gmail.com. I would love to be able to talk to you uh, through some of the experiences that I've had and help you out if you need it. And I can point you in the right direction on, on the steps that you need to take to get all this stuff going. The idea here is, once again, with this podcast, I like to learn about something. I like to figure it out as I go and then share it with all of you. And going back, looking at all the things that I have talked about on this show time after time, it's kind of the experience that's, that's the most fun for me. You know, just learning about something new, whether it's amateur radio that I had absolutely no clue about. Um, and I studied, got the amateur radio licenses and, um, you know, still feel like I'm, I'm learning with that project as, as I go, or, uh, the project of contacting the international space station, which I had knew nothing about before we did that. There's all of these things that that um, I hope are beneficial to you, and I hope to hear from some of you some sometime. And I, if you want me to put it on the show, I will. If not, uh, that's okay too. Just let me know, and and I'll just uh, communicate with you privately about any topic that you want. You can check out my website mrptechreviews.com, or you can go to podnuts.com for all the shows. And at some point, um, I plan on really updating the YouTube channel. 
the YouTube channel is is probably about four or five shows behind at this point in time. I've just been really busy with uh, with life stuff, and I haven't been able to, to uh, get those out yet. But I will uh, get to that sooner or later. If you can't get enough of this show and you want to uh, interact with us in between shows, uh, if you go onto the website, mrptechreviews.com, and hit the Discord button, that'll bring you right into our chat room. We'd love to have more people in Discord. Um, you know, the... It's a pretty friendly group there. They are There are some really smart people there posting really smart topics. And um, oftentimes I feel like I ignore them uh, just because I, I see them and then I'm so busy I, I, I don't get a chance to follow up. But but I, I do go back and I do um, read through articles that are posted there or videos that are posted there. Sometimes it takes me a few weeks to get to them. So, um, so there are, there are lots on my to-do list and to, to watch list from the discord, uh, server. And we have a Podnuts log on there so we can talk about Linux, uh, Linux stuff there. There's an amateur radio portion. There is a, just a general discussion area for tech topics or just, uh, general discussion. Uh, people are sharing memes all the time there. It's really a fun environment, and if you like to be a part of that, you are certainly welcome to to come in and participate with the rest of the group. That's on our Discord server. That's going to do it for today. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next time. 